Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Today's daf is lag. Amen Gimel. In Mesaches Gittin, Beis Hashem, we are starting two dots towards the top of Lamed Gimel and Aleph, about a quarter of the way down the page. Okay, we're going to have today a clarification of what the Tikkun Ha'olam is. We said in the Mishnah that Rav Gamliel Azakin established that the husband shouldn't be mevatel the get b'chol makom wherever he is because of a Tikkun Ha'olam issue. You know, he said that if he does, he'll create some sort of an issue. So we'll have two sheet does exactly what that issue is. And then this will bring us to two different arguments between Rebbe and Roshim and Gamliel. And then that will, that's what we'll discuss for the rest of the day, really, in terms of the understanding of those two arguments, as well as the psak that emerges from those two arguments. So let's begin. If they seek an about a quarter way down the page, I'm going to give them So we said in the Mishnah, again, we said that before Takanas Rebbe Gamliel, a husband could send a get, and he could be mevatalit with, with two or three people. We had a machlegis or nachman or of sheishas yesterday. Either two or three people, without the shliach knowing, without the isha knowing, before it gets to her, he could be mevatal. So we said, because of Tikkun HaOilam, Rabbi Zakin established that you shouldn't be mevatalit wherever you are, but rather he needs to go next to the shliach, tell the shliach director, tell the isha, in order to be mevatal the get. So the Gemara says, What is the purpose, what is this Tikkun HaOilam that Rabbi Gamliel Zakin established? So Rabbi Yechanan Amar, this is the Pashup Shat we learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yechanan Amar, Rabbi Yechanan it's because of Takanas Mamzerim. What's going to happen? The person sends the get to his wife through the Shliach. Before the Shliach gets there, he gets two or three people to join him, and he says, I'm being mevatel this get. The problem is, Shliach doesn't know, and the Isha doesn't know. She accepts the get. She gets remarried, and now her children are all Mamzerim because he's been mevatel the get. So, because of that issue, Rabbi Gamil Zakin said, You're not allowed to do that. Rather, you have to tell the Shliach or the Isha. Shlakish says, It's a different Takana. Because of Takanas Hagunais, which we'll explain momentarily. Rabbi Yechanan Amrimnei Takanas Mamzerim. Rabbi Yechanan says Takanas Mamzerim, Savalak Rav Nachman, Amrimnei Fifteen Shnayim. So Rabbi Yechanan held like Rav Nachman that when we said before the Takana, he could be mevatel in front of a Bezdin, it meant in front of two people. Ubeitre les lehukala. Now, two people doesn't have a reputation or doesn't have the capacity to spread the word. <coughs> the Hila Shema, so she's not going to hear that he was Mevatal to get. She's not going to know about it. So she'll go and get remarried, and that's a Mamzeros issue. So since Rabbi Yochanan held like Rabbi Nachman, and therefore there won't be any spreading of this word, nobody will know about it. Memela, you're not allowed to be Mevatal, not in front of the Shliach or the Isha. Reish says the issue is Takanas Agunais. So what does that mean? It means that if it was easy for a man to be mevatel the get, so what will end up happening is he'll send the get, and then he'll decide, you know, uh, maybe I want to be mevatel the get in the end of the day. And she'll get stuck in this state where she's not divorced because of his bittel that wasn't even done directly to her, the shliach. We don't want that to happen. But Rav Sheshes, the reason that uh, Rish Lakish argues is Savar Lakar Rav Sheshes. 
Mishlakish holds like Rav Sheshesh, he held that when the husband was mevatal before the Takana, there had to have been three people there, like Rav Sheshesh said. Now, three people does have the capacity to spread the voice or the knowledge of this incident. Vishamasa shall hear about the fact that it was Batal. That's not a problem. So she's not going to get remarried. So it's not a Mamzeros issue here because she'll know it was Batal. However, she'll get stuck without being able to remarry. Meaning, the point is that according to Rish Lakish, is they wanted that the husband, if he wanted to be Mavatal the get, had to go through some hoops to do it. So go run after the Shliach. You don't want to run after the Shliach? He won't be mevatalit. So unless he really wants to be mevatalit, he won't do it. Versus if he could just be mevatal in front of uh, Bezdin, which was before the Takana, it would have been easier, and therefore it would have made more of an issue of Iguna. Now the Gemara goes on to explain two different arguments, Rebbe and Rishim Gamliel, which are contingent on this Machlekis, Rabbi Yechon and Rishlakis. So the Gemara says like this. We, we say now, we said in the Mishnah, because Rabbi Gamliel Hazakin saw this issue, again, according to Rabbi Yechran, the issue is Takanas Mamzerim, according to Rishlakish, the issue is Takanas Agunais. But either way, we said you have to be Mavatal in front of the woman or Mavatal to get in front of the Shliach. But to be Mavatal in front of a Bezdin, not acceptable. The Shaila is what happens if the husband went anyways and was Mavatal to get in front of the Bezdin. So we sent to get in the hands of the Shliach. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes later, he decides, I don't want this get to be effective. He pulls the Bezdin together, and he says, I want this get to be Batal. Is the Bittal effective after the Takana or not? So Tanar says the Brisa, Bitlo, if he was Mevatal after the Takana, Mevotal Divrei Rebbe. Rebbe says it is considered a Bittal. This is a big Chiddush. Because the Takana of Rabbi Gamil Azakin was, don't be Mevatal not in front of the woman or the Shuliach, because you're going to create an issue, either Mamzeros or Iguna. But the point is, Rebbe's saying, Afalpikan, even so, if he did, if he was Mevatal without the Isha exactly, it would be it would be Batal in the end of the day. Rav argues, he says, you can't be mevatalit in front of a Bezdin, nor could you even add on to a condition. You cannot make any effect after it's been sent, lest you approach the Isha or the Shliach. But to do it in front of a Bezdin is not effective. Sheim Kane, and we're going to f- touch back on this point a lot, because if you hold like Rebbe, that you could be mevatalit in a Bezdin, ma'koyach Bezdin yafe. So then what strength is there to Bezdin? Meaning Rebbe Azakin established a Takana. You can't be mevatal in front of a Bezdin because it's going to create an issue of mamzeris or Iguna. But if after the fact you could still do it, so then what effective work, what, what, what has Rebbe Gamil Azakin's Takana accomplished essentially? So it must be that such a Bittal would not actually have effect. So the Gemara wonders, you, you, hear, you hear the Machlaikis yeah, here. Yeah. Very interesting Machlaikis, because once there's a Takana, can somebody override the Takana of Chazal or not? So according to Rebbe, you can't. According to Rebbe, you could, excuse me. According to Rebbe, Bittal Mevutal. So who made the Takana? Rebbe Gamil Azakin. Just by himself? Yeah, the Bittal I mean, these people usually had Bati Dinim. But the point is, right, the point is, is that what ends up happening now is, according to Rebbe, you can override Takanas Chazal, be mevatal to get in front of a Beisdin. According to, uh, according to Rishim and Gamliel, this is the first argument, you cannot override Takanas Chazal, and therefore, because that would nullify the power of Beisdin, of, of Gamliel Zakin, Mela, you can't be mevatal, Shalai B'fnei Beisdin. Now, not in front of the Isha or the Shliach, right? Gemara is very interesting, Shaila now. What would emerge is, 
according to Rav Shemim Gamliel, if he gathers a Beisden in front of him, and he says, I want the get that I just sent to be Batal. So on a Da'iraisa level, that Bittal is effective, which means the get is Batal. Right? It's only the Takanas Chachamim <coughs> that says it shouldn't be effective. But Mida'iraisa, the get is Batal. The Shliach can't divorce his wife with that get. Comes along Chazal, and what do they say? That the get is not Batal. If the get is not Batal, and he could divorce his wife with it. Meaning the shliach is going to go deliver that get now. So which means on a da'iraisa level, the get's ineffective. And on a drabanan level, the get is effective. So the Gemara is going to, you hear that? The Gemara is going to ask, I don't understand. So on a da'iraisa level, she's not able to be divorced with this. And a rabbinic level, you're being matir and ashes ish with this. How could it be that the rabbanan can be matir and ashes ish if the get on a da'iraisa level is batal? Meaning, according to Rav Shemim Gamliel, if he's mevatel it, it should be batel, like Rabbi's saying. Meaning, at the end of the day, it's batel. So, is it possible that on a da'iraisa level, this type of bitel is effective and the get is batel and she's not divorced? And because of your svar of Shemim Gamliel, that if you wouldn't say, if you would say that this bitl is effective, it nullifies the power of Rabbi Gamliel Azakin. So because of that argument, you're going to be matter and ashes ish to the world, despite the fact that on a diraisa level, this get is bottle and she's not permitted to remarry. How can that possibly be? So the Gemara says a very interesting svar. It says like this, and we, this is actually, this is brought up in other masechtas, primarily, we saw in, I think, in Kedushin, Yavamas, this comes up a few places. The Gemara says in, yeah. The Rabbanan have the ability to permit an ashes ish, even if the bitl on a diraisa level was effective. Uh, how does that work? Because called the Mekadesh, says the Gemara, anybody that marries a woman in halacha, what's the language you use when you marry a woman? Now, when you say kedas Moshe Yisrael, really what you're saying is, I'm marrying this woman on, on the consensus, with the consensus, with the agreement of Chazal, of the Chacham. Now what that means to say is, if the Chachamim want me to be married, so then I'll be married. If at some point I do something that makes it that they don't want me to be married, so they have the capacity to uproot my Kiddushin from the start. So says Rosh Hashanah, he responds like this. What Chachamim could do is say, say as follows. You gave a Kesef Kiddushin 20 years ago when you married your wife. But what we're going to do is because you got married based on our agreement, now that you're doing something we don't appreciate, meaning you're being mevatel aget, shalob if nay, not in front of the shliach or the isha, which ruins the capacity of takana sarvigamnazaket, we're going to make it that the kiddushin wasn't kesef kiddushin, it was a gift. And therefore you were never married. So it's not that we're making the get effective as much as what we're going to do is make it that you were never married in the first place. And therefore, in a chanamish, she's permitted to remarry. Let's read that inside. So says the Gemara, unbelievable. And the Gemara says, yeah, Anyone who gets married, they get married with the agreement of the Rabbanan. And the Rabbanan uproot the Kedushin from the beginning because they make the Kesef not into Kesef Kedushin, but rather it was just the Matana. So the Gemara says, but one second. 
Ravina said to Ravashi, fine, you've given me a good svara if somebody gets married with kesef kedushin, with money. But we know there's three ways to get married. Right. What if he had originally gotten married with bia? And he got married with, with relations. That's one of the right. three ways to get married. So how do you uproot that? That was an action, a maisa. You can't uproot that action. So the Gemara says, No problem. He thought he was getting married through Kedushin as a Bias Kedushin. It was just as Nus, and that wasn't any effective Kedushin. That's how Rashi learned this Sugya. And ultimately what will come out is, according to Rav Gamliel, if somebody is Mevatel the Get as it's being brought to the woman, it's not so much as we say the Bittel isn't effective. What we're going to say now is, the marriage that that fellow did from the start was uprooted because he's trying to negate Takanas Chazal. Now, Rashi brings Rabosav, his rabbis, who had a different interpretation of this sugya. They learned the sugya differently. I'm not even going to get into it right now because he, Rashi doesn't appreciate it. He quotes it in these different gemaras where the sugya pops up. But that's how Rashi learns the sugya. And that's the first argument of the day, Rebbe and Rashi Gamliel. If the husband is mevatel after sending it, he sent mevatel in front of Bezdin, Rebbe says it is batel, Rashi Gamliel says it's not because Rashi Gamliel says, if so, ma'koyach Bezdin yafe. Fine. Let's move on. Tan Rabbanan. Argument number two. We're going to see this is also somewhat contingent on the first argument. So Tan Rabbanan says the bride, So a person turns to ten people and he says to ten people, Now he doesn't say, That's important. Because if he would say, If he would say, So then they would all have to sign on the get. We're going to learn about that later. Where he just says to ten people, you should write a get for my wife. One writes it and two sign it, which means you only need three people to participate. The other seven are not involved in the process. So where he says to ten people, so says the Brisa, Rebbe's opinion is, if afterwards he decides he wants to be mevatel some of these people to nullify their shlichus, to disallow them from writing this get and giving it to his wife. So he could be mevatel some, not in front of the others. Meaning, tomorrow we can walk over to two of them and say, I don't want you two to be the ones to write the get for my wife. He could say, I don't want you to write it or give it to my wife. Even if the other eight are not there, he could be mevatel some of them. Says he is not allowed to be mavatal these not in front of these, which means if he wants to be mavatal it, they all have to be there. It's problematic for him to be mavatal some not in front of all of them. So the Gemara says, What is the basis of debate between Rebbe and Rishim Begamel? We're going to have two versions of the explanation of this debate. So the first explanation is like this. The debate is, if you're mevatel part of an edus, does that also nullify the entirety of it? Meaning, if a person appointed edim to accomplish something for him, and he goes over to some of those edim later, and he says, I don't want you to do this mission for me anymore, I don't want it, is that effective to be mevatel the entire edus, or is only mevatel those people, maybe that you talk to directly? So Rebbe says, turning to Lamed Gimel base, Rebbe says, if you mevatel part of an edus, it does not nullify the entirety of the edus. So therefore, if he goes to these two people and he tells them, I want you two to step out, not be the ones to write the get to my wife, the other eight that don't hear him say that, they're perfectly acceptable witnesses still. So if they would write and give the get to his wife, 
she's divorced, no problem. So if the other eight would write, or really only, you only need three of the other eight, really one to write it, two to sign it, would write it and give it to her, they can write it and give it. There's no problem. They're not butzel. They're perfectly acceptable witnesses. But Rishim Gamil holds, Rishim Gamil says that an aid does a testimony that is partially nullified is entirely nullified. And therefore, what ends up happening is he told these two guys, I don't want you to write and give this get to my wife. What does he accomplish now? The entirety of the witnesses are butl. The other eight, though, don't know that they were butl. They're going to write a get, give it to his wife. And now this ties us back into Rishim Gamil's concern meaning in the original Takana, which is, this is going to create an issue like Rav Gamil said in the first way, which is that uh, they're going to think that they're acceptable. The woman's going to think she's divorced, and really she wasn't, because Batlakula. So Rav Gamil the other ones that didn't hear him being Mavatal, the originals, azli, they won't know and they'll go. They'll write it and give it. And they'll, be, they'll permit an Eishas Ish to remarry. So according to the first version, it's directly contingent, really, on that first machlekis that we had. Roshim Gamil says, we've got a problem here. Just like being mevatal the get, not in front of the isha or in front of the shliach, like we learned in the first machlekis. Roshim Gamil says, makayach bezden yafeh, and the Rabbanon abrut the kedushin altogether. It's the same issue theoretically here, because these other witnesses don't know you're a mevatal them, and since batla meksasa batla kula, they were batal. <coughs> So they're going to be to give the get to her. They'll, they'll think she's divorced. She'll think she's divorced, and she'll get remarried. Rebbe says that's not a problem, because So therefore, the other ones are not batal, and she is divorced, and therefore, you could be mevatal it, not in front of the others, not an issue. Now, according to this first version, the machlaikis is, is it permitted or is it usur to be mevatal, some of them not in front of the others? According to Rishonim, it's usur. Why is it usur? Because you're going to create an issue if you do. Is that they'll deliver the get, thinking that they're not butl. She'll think she's divorced and she'll remarry. The second explanation of the machlekes, though, is more about practically if it's effective. The iba yisema. Exactly. The iba yisema. So the second version of machlekes is like the second interpretation is like this. The kuli alma kula. Both Rebbe. Energy Megamil say, if you're mevatal part of an edus, the entirety of it is not batal. But if it's not batal, then what's the concern? So the other ones will divorce her and she'll be divorced, and it's not a problem. So Megamil says a different point here. He holds something that is established in front of 10 people, with 10 people being there, you need all 10 people there to remove it, to nullify it. So therefore, in this version, Rishim Gamil says, it's not usr necessarily to be mevatal, some not in front of the others, it's just not effective. Meaning what Rishim Gamil really is saying is, if you're mevatal two of those witnesses, even they're not going to be batal, because if you establish them as a group of ten to be witnesses for you, you need all ten to be there when you're mevatal it. And Rebbe doesn't hold. Rebbe says, you know, at the end of the day, she'll be divorced. You can mevatal those. The other ones will divorce. There's not a problem. Roshim Gamil says, any yachal. He doesn't mean it's us, sir. He's saying, practically, you're not being mevatal anything. That's what Roshim Gamil is arguing. He's just saying it's a practical issue. Those are not, even those two that you're being mevatal are not batal. You need all ten to be there if they were all there initially when you established them. So the point is we have two versions of understanding the debate. The first version is really, is it usr to be mevatal some right. not in front of the others? Rebbe says, 
it's okay because the other ones will still be effective because batla makes us a loy batla kula. Rashimigamil says it's usur because Hadish Batla makes us a batla kula, the other ones won't know and they'll divorce her, causing a problem. The second version of the Machlaikis says, is there any effect when you're Mavatl some not in front of the others? Rebbe says, but you could be Mavatl these, just the other ones will divorce her, and there's no problem. So there's no issue there. According to Shiving Amil, however, as well, but you also need the ten people who were there originally to be there when you're Mavatl them, and therefore even the original ones are trying to be Mavatl are not going to be Batl. So it's a, it's a uh, more of a practical psak. It's not effective, not as much of an isser. Now, Iboilu, the Gemara wonders, based on these two versions, we have a Shaila. These two versions were discussing the scenario where he said to ten people, kiss fuget ishti. And we said, when you, write, when you say to ten people, kiss fuget ishti, they don't all have to participate. One writes it, and two sign it. Could be just one writing it, and, and him and another one signing it. I guess theoretically, yeah, right. that's true. Yeah, you yeah, only yeah. have two, uh, two that are... It's true, uh, true. Uh, Correct, involved, or you, but you don't you don't need all ten. That's right. for sure. But the shaila now is that's where you didn't say kulchem. So the shaila now is what about if you said kulchem? The shaila is kulchem mahu. What about in a scenario where instead of commanding them just in general kiss fugeda ishti, which only requires like you said two or three people, I actually said kulchem. What did I do? Everybody writes a line. Well, no, no. They got one person writes it. And everyone has to sign it. You need everyone to be involved in the signing, right? So kulchem mahu. So now this is contingent on the two versions. Let's see. Time with Gamliel is the reason Rabbi Gamliel, which he says it's usur in the first version. It's usur to be mevatel some, not in front of the other. It's because he holds when you're mevatel some, you're being mevatel all of them. Vahani, but sorry, and 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 vahani and these. Sorry, and, and therefore in the first version where you didn't say kulchem, you're being mevatel some and not in front of the others, the other ones will deliver it. That's a problem. But the other ones will deliver it because they don't know the original ones were, were, were batel, and therefore they're batel, and they won't deliver it along with the others because they don't have to. But hani, the hani, in this case where you said kulchem, kivan de amrluhu kulchem, loimatsu kasvi you, they can't write it and give it without all of them being there. Because when you say kulchem, they all have to write it. They all have to sign it. So they all have to be there at the signing. So maybe Roshim Gamil would concede to Rebbe and say, in this case, you could be mevatel some, not in front of the other. Meaning in this case, you're mevatel some, the get could still be delivered. Why? Because the other ones are not going to deliver it without all of them being there. And they'll find out, therefore, the original ones were batal, and they're batal, and they won't deliver it. So maybe in this case of we don't have an issue necessarily like the first it's version of Hashem Megamliel. Exactly. They're going to say, what? Uh, two of these guys didn't show up. Why didn't they show up? They were bottled. Well, we're bottled too then, so there's no problem. Idilma, or perhaps we go to the second version of Hashem Megamliel. Like the second version, anything that's established with ten requires ten to be there. So then the case of Kulchem too, if you're Mavatl some, it doesn't it's not even able to be Mavatl those people that you've said it in front of, and he would retain his position, then you can't be, literally it means, you cannot, it's imp, it's Im, impossible to do it, because you can't be mevatel some not in front of the others, and the case of Kulchem would be the same issue. You cannot, it's not effective to be mevatel some not in front of the others, just like the normal scenario, that would come out according to the second version, even if it's not Kulchem. So Tashma. Gemara says, let's bring a raya from the Brisa. Now we're going to bring a similar case and try to prove from this what Rav Shimon Gamil would hold 
in terms of psak, which really would validate which of the two versions we're going to follow. So Amr Lishnayim, it's like this. If a person said to two people, Tenu get le'ishti. Now, he says to two people, give a get to my wife. Now, what's the halacha in that case? They have to, both two people have to give a get to his wife. They're, they're both shluchim on this. So, yocha levatel zeh, shloi b'fnei zeh, divrei rebi. So, the halacha is, rebi says, you could be mevatel one, not in front of the other. It's effective, it's not a problem, and uh, you're good to go. The other one can still. So, now, it's unclear exactly why. We'll see in a moment. Roshim v'gamil oimer, eina yocha levatel ela zeh b'fnei zeh. At the end of the b'raisa. Shemigamil says, if he said to two people, give a get to my wife, he cannot be mevatel one, not in front of the other. You need both to be there when he's doing bitl. So the Gemara says, but what do you see? Shnayim is the same as Kulchem. Why is Shnayim the same as Kulchem? Because the assumption is, just as in the case of Kulchem, they're all necessary for the Shlichus. So in the case of Shnayim, you need two Edim. If we're talking about an Edus here, you also need both. So they're both necessary, they're both integral. So says the Gemara, two people is the same as Kulchem, and you see there is a debate. So you see, even though it's a scenario of it's like Kulchem, still Rav Shem Gamliel argues. So it must be we're following the second version, and therefore Rav Shem Gamliel would say, I debate you even in the case of Kulchem, because in the case of Kulchem, since practically you appointed it with two people, you'd also have to dismantle it with two people. Or like the case of Kulchem, since you appointed in front of ten, you'd also need ten people to dismantle. And then what emerges is, is that we'd follow the second version in terms of this psak. Not like the first version, which would say it's an Isser problem. Here it wouldn't be an Isser problem because they would know the other guys didn't show up. We see we'd follow the second version. Shigam would say they're an issue, even in the case of Kulchem, to be Mavatl, some not in front of the other. So Amr Ravashi, Ravashi responds like this. If the case of the Brisa was a scenario where he commanded them to be witnesses on signing the get, so hachinami. So then you'd have a good proof. And Rishim, the problem is hachinami. Sorry, Rishim and Gamil would agree. In hachinami, if the case was he went to two people and he said to them, "I want you to t- both be shluch uh, edim to sign on the get." So in such a scenario, hachinami, Rishim and Gamil would agree that you could be mevatel some of them not in front of the others, like Rebbe, because really we're going to follow the first version of of of. Um, the first version of, of Rav Shem Gamliel. And therefore, in a Hanami, in a scenario where he said to two people, I want you both to be Adam to sign this get, if he was Mavatal one, there wouldn't be an issue because the other one wouldn't be able to accomplish the intended purpose as we explained in the first version of Rebbe, of Rav Shem, the second version of Rav Gamliel, in the case of Kulchem, if you hold like the first version, it wouldn't be an issue. But here, what are we dealing with? We're talking about where he went over to two people and said, I want you both to deliver. Now, in, in delivery purposes, one could deliver without the other. We started the Masechta talking about that. You only need one person to deliver. So, and since we're talking about delivery, so here could be really we follow the first version. And what's the point is that since we're talking about delivery, so the point, the point of debate here is, could you be mevatel one not in front of the other? And this is contingent on the original debate, which is when you're mevatel one without the other, is the other one batel as well? Rebbe holds the other one is not batel, so the other one could still deliver it. And therefore you could be mevatel one not in front of the other. According to Rav Shimon Gamliel, however, 
When you're mevatel one, it's also mevatel the other. He doesn't know that he's butel and he'll deliver the get. So that's the reason. We're really going like the first version. And that's why Rishim Gamil says it's an issue and you don't have a raya to the case of Kulchem. The Gemara says this is also logical that we're talking about the Ede Halach, like the first version, the Katani Seifa, because the end of that Brisa taught a, a second case. It said, that if the husband had said to one person by himself, and the other one by himself, the same, instructions. the same instructions, but he said it to two individuals as opposed to two as a group. Yeah. Everybody agrees you could be mavatal it separately. Why? Because here, if you're mavatal one, you're not being mavatal the other. So therefore, if it's talking about so then it's two shluchim. One shliach is not contingent on the other, and he could be mavatal one without the other. Even according to Rishim Megam Liel, there's no iser over here. Oh, but the Gemara says, but we're talking about Ede Ksiva, would they join together? Sorry, I said the Raya wrong. If you're talking about Ede Halacha, so you could appoint one Shliach to deliver it, and you can add another one. You could join them together, it's not a problem. But if you're talking about Ede Ksiva, the Gemara is about to show is when you when it comes to Ede Ksiva, you need two, but not just two. You also need them to witness the incident at the same time. Generally with Edos, you can't have two people join if they're not testimony to the same event at the same time. So therefore, Ha'amar Mar, because it was stated, Two people can't join together on an Edus until they see the same thing at the same time. So therefore, it must be we're talking about Edei Halacha, Shluchim on this thing, and you could appoint them to two different people at different times. So Mar refutes the Raya, and it says, There is an opinion of Rabbi Shua ben Karcha, Brought him Zechus Sanhedrin, you could appoint two people, or sorry, two people could testify about something, even if they didn't necessarily see it together. So, therefore, really, it could be talking about Ede Ksiva, and it could be like the second version, but you don't necessarily have a Raya from here either way. So, Gemara essentially leaves out that we don't have a clear Raya from the Seifa if we're talking about Ede Ksiva, like the second version, or Ede Mesira, like the first version. Either way. So, so according to Shuv and Karcha, if you have two yeah. people that witness an incident, but they're not necessarily together, right. they don't realize that they're together at all, they could both come to court and then join together to join a testimony. But that's not, that's, is a das yoche. The point is, but you could follow theoretically that sheet, and then they would join together also here and be appointed separately. So therefore, we don't have a rai ultimately to resolve. Uh, which, what, how would we paskin according to Roshim Gamliel in case of Kulchan, that's the point. I mean, the Brisa could be going, theoretically, it could be talking about um, Ede Mesira, and therefore it could be like the first version, but you don't have a Raya in the case of Kulchan, if uh, it would be like the first version of the second version, or it could be talking about Ede Ksiva. It's not, mis- that's not clear from the Seifa what we would pass in terms of the case of Kulchan. Fine. So now let's get to Psak a little bit. Amar Amar I heard two Psakim from Rabbi from uh, from uh, Rabbi Abba. Now what he means to Psakim is I heard in these two arguments we had between Rabbi and Rishim Megamliel, I heard that he paskins in terms of these two cases. So let's remember. The first argument we had today was about Bitlo. If after Takanas Rabbi Gamliel Zakim, the husband was Mavatal the get, is the bitl effective? Rabbi said it is. Rav Shemuel said it's not, and Rav Shemuel says not because if so, you're demoting the power of Bezdin essentially. The second argument we had was if he says to ten people, write a get for my wife, could he be vatal some, not in front of the others? Rebbe said he could, Rav Shemuel said he could not. And we said either that's an isser or it's just not possible, it's not going to be effective. So says, comes along Rav Shemuel bar Yehuda, and he says, I heard from Rabbi Abba the psak in both cases. One of them, the Psak was like Rebbe, 
And one was like Rav Shimon Gamliel, but lo yadana haike Rebbe v'haike Rav Shimon Gamliel. But I don't know which one. So let's try to figure it out. Amr Yosef, let's analyze this. Let's prove from a story which way we would paskin like Rebbe, and in which machlokas we paskin like Rav Shimon Gamliel. When Rav Dimi came over, he said the following: So there was a story that Rebbe Paskin like the Chachamim, and this is specifically Rashi explains. You're talking about a scenario where Beisdin evaluated a property. So there was a scenario where Beisdin had to have somebody collect a certain uh, property. So they evaluated the property. They made a mistake and they over or under evaluated it by a sixth. Okay. So now. The Chachamim's opinion is, if Beisdin over or under evaluates, the halacha is, Michran Batel, the transaction is nullified. That's too much of a mistake, too much of an error by Beisdin that we nullify the transaction. Rebbe Paskin like the Chachamim, and Omer Lefanev Rebbe Parta, Benesho Rebbe Parta, Ben Benesho Parta Hagadol. So this fellow Rebbe Parta said in front of Rebbe, Im Kain, if you're going to say that the sale, the transaction is batal, Makoyach Bezdin Yafe. So then what power does Bezdin have? It means they just made a estimation. You're saying it's nullified. Well, you're undermining Bezdin. So he's using exactly this svar of Shemgamil used. And Rebbe went and retracted to Paschal, meaning to say, Shemgamil argues there, he says, even if they make a mistake of a sixth, that the transaction still goes through because Bezdin made this transaction and we want to keep it effective. And Rebbe retracted to hold like Rav Shem Ben Gamliel. So we see ultimately in that context, and we're applying it here, Rebbe agrees with the Svara, Ma Kayach Bezdin Yafe, is if Bezdin accomplishes something, in that case regarding estimation of property value, and in this case we're talking about in the debate about Bitzlo, if you're Mevatel and after the Takana, we will uphold Bezdin against your Bitzel. The fact that it must be in the first Machlaikis, the Psak is like Rav Shem Ben Gamliel, therefore, Ah, so the second machlaik is about saying to ten people, right, I get from my wife, Kerebi, it must be, as Rabbi Abba said, the other one, the psak is like Rebbe. Here the psak will be like Rebbe, that you could be mevatel some, not in front of the others. Beautiful. So we've resolved that. The Gemara continues on a similar note. Rabbi Yoshia from Usha also must have held one of these debates, the psak is like Rebbe, and the other, like Rabbi Shem ben Gamliel. Because we have a story that illustrates this. Because Rabbi Barachana said, There were five elders sitting in front of Rabbi Yoshia from Usha. It sounds like he was one of them. A certain husband came, So a certain husband appeared in court in front of Rav Yoshia de Min Usha, and Rav Yoshia forced him to give a get to his wife. There are certain scenarios based in steps in, whatever the pshat is, and they stiff, they, they strong arm the guy, and they forced him to give a get. So Rav Yoshia stepped in, and he forced the guy to give a get. And Amr, Rabbi Yoshi, Amr, and he said to us, as the Edim, we were the Edim on the get, Zilu atmuru go hide yourselves and write a get for his wife. Now, why did he say that? The reason he said that is because he didn't want the husband to be mevatel these Edim. Meaning, if they wouldn't be hiding, so then they would be in front of the husband and they'd, he'd be able to be mevatel the Edim. So let's deduce from this story that the Psak is like Rebbe in one regard, or Shemigal in another regard. Now, if you say that the Halacha is in the first Machlaik, is like Rebbe, even not in front of the Shliach or in front of the Edim or in front of the woman. What would it accomplish when they hide themselves? In the end of the day, they'd be, he'd be able to be mevatel, not in front of them. 
must be in the first machlaikes that this Rabbi Yoshia held like like uh, like uh, You can't be mavatel the get not in front of the isha or the or the shluchim. Let's go the other way too. If in the second debate the psak is also like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, well, what did he say in the second debate? You can't be mavatel to get They're not all there. So then why would Rabbi Yoshia command them to hide? He should have just told them, walk in different directions. Because they both need to be there if the husband has the capacity to be mevatalit. In order for the husband to be but so I could have, you would have just said, walk in separate directions. But he said, both hide oh, yourselves. Okay. Why would they have to hide? Live through Avdure, just separate. So you see in the second debate, Rabbi Yoshia passing like Rebbe, that he could be mevatal, some not in front of the others. And in the first debate, like Rabbi he can't be mevatel, not in front of the shluchim or the isha. Okay, let's continue. However, Rav argues, he says in the name of Rav Nachman, Allah is like Rebbe in both of them. You could be mevatel, not in front of the isha or the shliach, as well as be mevatel, uh, some aid, some of the shluchim, not in front of the others, in the second case of Kisvu Gedi Asks the Gemara, but does Rav Nachman not hold? Rav said in the name of Rav Nachman. Does he not hold of this fara ma koyach bezdin yafe that would dedu, that would uh, not allow the husband husband to be mavatol in front of a bezdin after the takana? We're going to show Rav Nachman actually does hold of this fara in a different context. Now the context here is as follows: Father passes away and he leaves yisomim. He leaves orphan children. And there's all kinds of estate that are available now uh, for the Yisomim to divide amongst themselves. So the issue is they're not necessarily mentally capable. They don't have the faculties to divide it up properly. So what Bezdin would do is they would appoint an apotropis for each of the assignment. Essentially, they would act as their attorney. And then they would discuss with each other how is the proper Yerusha. Well, what's the proper division of this property? So Yisayim Shabo Lach like If orphans came to divide up the properties of their father, Beisden will appoint uh, a guardians. And the apotropis, each one would have their own apotropis to choose and to divide the land in an appropriate way. Now, when those children grew up and they became gedolim, they were able to protest. We'll discuss in the different masechta beis Hashem. discussed what the protest is exactly. But the point is, when they get older, they're able to protest the division and make a redivision. So for Rav Nachman, that was Shmuel, the name, Rav Nachman in the name of Shmuel. But for Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman himself says, No, when they get older, they cannot protest against the divisions that were established by court because the Imkain Makach Bezdin Yafe. If they could protest that, you're undermining the power of Bezdin. So asks the Gemara, how can you, Rava, say in the name of Rav Nachman that the Psak will be like Rebbe in both arguments, but in the first argument, if he holds as we just showed by Yisomim, of the concept of Makach Bezdin Yafe, so then how could he agree in the first argument, Bitlam Mevuto, like Rebbe, L'chayra, that's undermining the power of Bezdin. So the Gemara answer is no problem. There's a difference. When it comes to the case of the Yisomim, it's a monetary issue. And Rashi explains, Hefker Bezdin Hefker. Bezdin have the capacity to say, we don't want certain properties to go in certain places. And therefore, Rav Nachman would say, Ma'koch Bezdin Yafe. So as to say, 
they think they can undo the division of Bezdin. No, we, we're going to keep it as is because we have control over it as Hefker Bezdin Hefker. But Hacha Yisura, here we're talking about an Isser of Eishas Ish. So in terms of the Isser of Eishas Ish, Bezdin, Rav Nachman would paskin like Rebbe actually and say that there's no concept then necessarily of Hefker Bezdin Hefker by Isurim and therefore we're not going to apply the Sfara of Makoach Bezdin Yof. Rather, Bitl Mevotol, if he wanted to be Mevotol to get as it was going to the woman, even in front of Bezdin, it would actually be effective as you don't apply the Svar of Makoch Bez if you don't have a monetary type law. We're stopping at the top, Lamed Aleph, Bezer Shem. Pick up tomorrow with Damid Lamed Aleph.